What? What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 10 of the Let the Kids Talk podcast. I am your host, Elijah Burks, of course. You can find me on Twitter at DanceBeehive. We have a short crew of today, three other people. We'll introduce them. Yo, 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 what's going on? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. I am Cameron Mully, host of The Cameron Mully Show. You can, of course, find me on YouTube, on uh, The Cameron Mully Show, also on SoundCloud. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cam Mully Show, spelled C-A-M-W-O-O-L-L-E-Y, show, and I'll pass it on. What's good, everybody? This is Nick Rosado. You can find me on Twitter. At Rosado underscore Nick. I'm Robert Castillo. You can find me on Instagram at that Ugly Kid or on Twitter at Kid Ugly. And I am not happy right now. Uh, you, you, yeah, in case you were wondering, Robert you, is not very happy right now because uh, the Dodgers just blew a four run lead to the Astros and three in the ninth. But the worst part about it is it's to the Astros. This is a highly anticipated series. And blowing a lead like that is just embarrassing. Because they are essentially big rivals now. They pretty much hate each other now. And rightfully so. So, uh, Ugly, do you have anything you want to say on the whole situation? I just want to say that to be smacked in the face like that, at home is just it's a terrible feeling okay feeling confident taylor kike guys that don't usually come up much that much um in this season they haven't come up much in this season they finally hit home runs taylor with an awful shot kike with an awful shot you're like wow this is a a great game dude we're literally winning five to one against the astros heading into what the top of the eighth and then they gave a four and run. Okay, you're like, okay, whatever. So, three-run lead for the closer to come in, for Jansen to come in. He's had a good day's rest. I don't think he came in on Thursday, but we had an off day yesterday anyways, right? So, you're thinking, all right, smooth sailing. Jansen, he had a bad closing outing last time he came out. He gave up, like, two or three runs. But he had a four-run lead. Same exact situation. He should be good. The Astros have been sucking all day today. Okay? (sighs) Then, a bunch of players get on base, no outs, and then hit after hit after hit comes on. And suddenly, the game is tied. And then, Roberts leaves him in to give up Yet another run with no outs. They finally put Kolarik in. He gets up a sack fly, whatever. It's an inherited runner. Can't really blame him. He gets out of the inning. Bellinger gets on base. Let's go. Taylor, he's been hot today. Two hits, three at-bats, a home run. All right, let's get this going. We got this. Double play. Right down the deck also. Mm-hmm. Gotta be honest, didn't I caught when the Astros took the lead? But from what I heard, I gotta put that on Roberts. Because when you put your closer in, knowing that he had a shaky outing last time, you should, in your right mind, 
have him on kind of a short leash and bring the hook out quicker than usual. And I get it that you really believe in your guy and you want him to get out of it and be confident, build on it, but in a series against the Astros where you've invested so much time and so much energy into into beating these guys as much as you can. I mean, they trade for Mookie Betts for crying out loud. The guy's the top three player in baseball. And to, and to goof it up that badly on Dave Roberts' part, it's it's a perplexing decision. And I know I know a lot about perplexing pitching decisions about leaving in guys too long or taking them out too early. I mean, I watch I, I watch Aaron Boone on a daily basis. I know what that's like. And I know and Mook, I'm I'm sympathizing with you because I know that feeling. And it's a feeling that strangely a lot of baseball fans get way too often. <laughs> And that might be saying something about us, or that might be saying something about them, about the word the managers. But I definitely put that game on Dave Roberts. He knew that Jansen was coming in after a shit outing. And the moment that he got a couple of base runners, it should have been like, okay, if no more is taken on national television, you you pull him and you put in Cleric, who from oh. Or Blake Trinan. has been automatic. He had an ERA of 0.6 coming into the game. And I think he still has the ERA of 0.6 since the run that scored was inherited off of Jansen. Mm -hmm. So I can't make much sense out of keeping Jansen in the game, much less after he tied it. And when he gave up the lead, that was kind of out of the question. That was when they took him out. But to not go to Cleric sooner was a decision that ended up just... It, it's, it's, it's brain-fucking. That's what it is. It's, it screwed um... them. It screwed them. The decision screwed them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Simple. 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 Uh, Kenley sold. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry to say that. He sold. Um... <laughs> Personally, or Mike Siakam. Um, I've since the Yankees have not like been winning the po in the post, like winning ended up winning in the postseason the last couple of years. Like I, I felt bad for the Dodgers because of what well, 2010s. Jesus Christ, how many times they lost? And I was like, Yo, the Yankees aren't gonna win now. Hopefully, the Dodgers can get through. No, I, I'm sorry. I've I don't know. I, don't, I haven't seen a time where Kenley Jansen hasn't blown a lead in the point situation. And I just want to point something out. The Do I mean, the Padres are now three games back of the Dodgers. Just thought oh. that was very um, <laughs> interesting. So, yeah, the Padres are coming. You guys didn't do a job for America. We need the Astros to lose because we don't like the Astros. I mean, hey. personally, as an Yankee fan, I won't feel content until the Yankees beat them, beat on them, beat up on them ourselves. So, yes. I mean, the Dodgers beating them is a good second place to that, but, man, come on. How you blew that lead? That would have been That's three cool. out of four.
it's just brutal. Right. It's so brutal for so many reasons. And there's also the fact that another LA team beat a Houston team, the Lakers beat the Rockets to advance the to the Western Conference Finals. And the Dodgers could have beat the Astros to like really shove it to Houston tonight, you know? Yeah, and win the season series. And it's just embarrassing. I think they have they just have to come back tomorrow and shove it to them. It couldn't have been the other way around. Like how can the Dodgers have one in the box? Dodgers have one. This is tough. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's just there's a lot of thoughts you can say about that Dodgers Astros game. But I just I really hate the Astros. But you know, people like them, that's okay. Yes, cheated. You know, shit happens. No, that's no, no, no. Wait, did you say if people like them, that's okay? That's not okay. That's not okay. That's yeah. absolutely not okay. No, no, it's just Astros fan. Astros fan. And, you know, I I I just, you know, Kind of have to stay fans, you, but I guess. Sorry know. to jump in, but I'm watching the highlights on Quick Pitch right now. Yes, yeah, so am I. <laughs> How the fuck do they not take out Jansen after the double by Redick? He sold. Bro, oh my God. The, no, that Both Jansen and Roberts. I'd say it's more on Roberts because he. I mean, he should have taken him out. He still sold, though. <laughs> like. Oh, yeah, Jan. Oh, yeah, Jan definitely should not have sold, but. Was Dude, selling. Take him out of that game. How do you not take him out after the double by Redick? Bro, it's whatever. Look at the records right now: thirty-two and fourteen for the Dodgers, twenty-three and twenty-three for the Astros. They have like ten games as uh, a ten-game better average than them. Any like around that nine moral, games. It's still a moral morality kind of thing for the Astros because you know Carlos Correa and his merry band of. Correa's actually playing well this year. It's not even hit. Like, like he's like the only one who's actually like proved something. Bag. That's what he is, dude. He's but, the only one that's playing he's well. So petty, and you know, like you know how the Red Sox. Nah, suck. I'm. I, I hate. I hate. I hate Altuve and more. Personally, okay. like right. I can't hate Correa as much. Like I hate Gurriel. Dude, I, yeah, I, I hate Gurriel. I hate so. all is, that, is that fair enough to say okay. I hate all of them? I, I mean, have, I don't like all of them, yeah. but like. I give, like, Correa, even though he's probably the most annoying, like, I still have a little tolerance because when the Royal Vistable Classic comes around, like, he's, he's on Team Puerto Rico, so, like, you already know I'm finna be like, yo, let's get it going. But uh, I mean, when he has the Astros uniforms on, hell no. Alrighty. Enough about, you know, ranting about the Astros. We're going to talk about something that happened a few days ago, which is pretty... It's crazy. The Atlanta Braves scored 29 runs in a single game against uh, my. Oh, shit. You, you're cutting out. Against the Miami Marlins, guys. So what do we think about the Marlins taking this huge L to the Braves? <laughs> I, I did you know what I've noticed? There's a lot of high-scoring games recently. There's the Braves, facts, twenty-nine and what, like eight or nine? The Marlins, twenty-nine to nine. And yeah. then the Mets the Tigers against also the get Blue destroyed. Jays. 
Yep. Tigers got destroyed. Yankees destroyed the Orioles the other day. <laughs> Ten to one. Like, what is Fun. going on? Me and There's a lot of moods. We're in great moods. And then I don't want to highlight anything yes. the Giants do because I kind of I kind of hate them. But what was it like a twenty three to five game against? Bruh. Oh yeah, against the um, gets a, against the Rockies. Yeah, that was so that tough. A couple weeks ago, that was so tough. Why was it tough? For the Rockies, <laughs> like they took us. Yeah, it's you. All right, I'm back. Sorry, y'all. My uh, camera, my microphone acted up a little bit there. That's cool. Yeah, so what I was saying is that the Braves scoring 29 runs is just crazy because they're one away from tying the modern record and two away from breaking the record. And I think they scored by 19 or 20 runs off of homers. And Adam Duvall had a three-homer, nine-RBI game. He's on fire. And it's just the Braves' offense is lethal. They are scary. And for them to score 29 in a game, such ease like they did, is just incredible. This team can hit very well. Are there any other thoughts about how they uh, – about the Braves scoring 29 runs? Any other thoughts? Well, uh, I don't know what else I can say other than it's, uh, it was an ass kicking. And that's, that's pretty much the only thing you could say, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Tommy Malone. Let's talk about, let's talk about Tommy Malone. Let's just talk about a guy named Tommy Malone. So, uh, this guy is pitching three games so far before the Braves. He's an ERA. Uh, he he has a uh, in those three games he has an ERA of fourteen point nine zero. Oh, is giving up. He's giving up sixteen earned runs in three starts. Cameron, mute your TV. And he has not gone longer than four innings in any of those starts. So. This might be one of the worst deadline acquisitions so far. Alright. I mean, that sounds pretty damn bad. 16 earned runs in three starts. I mean, Just, I get... They, they are... Not too good. Sucks. He sucks. Yeah. Can we see that? He sucks. He is a terrible pitcher. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dance around that one. Yeah, he's he's uh yeah. Wait, sorry, I couldn't hear. Who would you say he's a terrible pitcher? Tommy Malone. Uh yeah, I was saying that Tommy Malone sucks. Oh. Oh yeah, that was their credit line acquisition, right? Yeah, they're big shut the fuck up. That was their big acquisition. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, the I get trying to fill. And nothing else. Now, they have some guys coming back. But I just, I just don't know. If you call sports, Glavitt, and Maddox, the big three, what the fuck do you call Robbie Erlin, Josh Tomlin, and Tommy Malone? The little, That's what the, little, the little three. The shit. How about that? <laughs> the shit. Is that better? 
right. Now, I'm going to give my Yankees, Yankee fans, Cameron and Nick here, some time and talk about Chapman shooting himself, literally. Um, yeah, we took a dub today. Huge win. I mean, I wasn't able to watch most of it. Uh, actually, any of it because I was at work. But the last three days was pretty cool. Oh, uh, yeah. We can talk about that later, though. Um, uh, Friday. Let's. Oh, yeah. Friday. Uh, Garrett Cole shoved. Garrett Cole absolutely shoved. That one outing we were finally waiting for. A complete game shutout. Um, the dude gave up two hits. He was absolutely. Fantastic, and okay. he still looked like he still looked like he was mad at himself after the game was over. Um, second game, Tanaka a little shaky in the beginning, but he picked it up. He um was great as well. Five innings. Um, you know the off move boy two three run bombs in that game, so six RBIs, AL MVP. Um, shall I say? Um, today the two one win. Uh, yeah, Luke Voigt. The hero, I guess you could say, with a walk off sack fly, but like counts still. But his job, he yeah. did his job exactly. With less exactly, than- it's not yeah. our fault. The Orioles didn't score with the runner on second in the top of the tenth. Like Jonathan, Eddie. of all people, Jonathan Holder, and it's so weird to think of him as a good good pitcher. I I, I still think of him. I'm sorry, man. Jonathan Holder is still Jonathan Holder to me. He's duping us so so hard. Yeah, yeah, same way, same way. Jordan Montgomery duped us today. Next start, guaranteed. He's giving up five runs in the first three innings. Either, okay, either Jonathan Holder has actually turned the corner. <laughs> he is having a fluky year, or he successfully. Transferred his soul, or he successfully uh, switched souls with Mariano Rivera. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to say. But hey, they turned the page. Four straight, uh, what is it? Four straight wins. They won that game, the last game against the Blue Jays. They're creeping up on the Blue Jays. They're like uh, half the game out of second place now. Fortunately, the Mets couldn't do the damn job today and beat the Blue Jays again. That's no. a lot. Scrubs. Picked off to lose the game. Yeah, they're scrubs. The Mets suck. I don't care if they won 16-1 to or whatever it was the other day. They still suck. Um, yeah, also, Jacob DeGrom gave up a run yesterday, and Derek Cole did not, so ha-ha. Um, whatever. Uh, <laughs> just say that. Um, I'm so petty. Um, so... What else? Oh yeah, Yankees trying to get that second place. They pretty much put distance behind between themselves and the Orioles slash the Tigers, who are both the ninth seed right now. Mariners are the tenth seed slash I guess you could say eleventh seed because there's a tie for ninth. And the Yankees are pretty. Yankees matching number is eleven or ten. One of those, depending on if the Tigers' loss helps them. I'm not looking at magic numbers right now. I'm just. I am. I am because I just want to clinch the postseason. Um. If I'm not, I'm not just taking on game by game basis because you know, they're not looking at it, but I am. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I know you look at it because you're. Petty. I look at it every day. <laughs> um, no, that's not being petty. It's me making sure they get into the damn postseason. Uh, yeah, good. Because worst case, worst case scenario, if they have another stretch like they did like last the last three weeks, 
at least they have the cushion to know, hey, we made it to the postseason already, so <laughs> we don't have to worry. Dude, it's, it's, it's so funny. It's like how much, like, it's, especially in September baseball, how little time it takes to flip the script because the middle of this week, I dropped episode 78 of the Cameron Molly show and it contained possibly the loudest rant that I've ever made. It, it was me just tearing the Yankees apart because they were playing like shit for like the part of a month. And all I was talking about is like my co-host, he's an Orioles fan. He's giddy as hell because the Orioles, they were on fire. And the narrative going into this series, even after Garcia um, played the stopper and uh, just kind of plugged the plugged the leak and or not even a leak. It was an entire goddamn levy burst. And still, the narrative was, can the Orioles catch the Yankees? But then um, Garrett Cole happened and Luke Voigt happened and hitting with runners on base happened. And now the script in in uh, not even a weekend's time changed to, oh, my God, the Yankees are back. <laughs> and just kind of flipped, like, in a second, like that. Love to see it. And I never admit, gave up on this I'll admit, I'll admit, I was wrong. I was so wrong. Well, I'll Nice. Know. Love to hear that. I was not wrong, people. Um, but, I never gave up on this damn team, and I'm still not giving up on this damn team, even if we lose the next four. Okay. 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 I okay. Okay. I'm okay. I'm and egg, 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 egg on your face, man. Egg all over Cameron's face, dude. Yeah, I know. Egg in my face. And I'm, I tell you, I'm happy I'm wrong. I'm happy. Now, Judge and Sand, please come back and let's get it yeah. going in the playoffs, boys. Come on. Yeah, Judge yeah, and Stan are coming back. They're saying he uh, could be. They're saying the both of them could be back next week. Can be back by next week, and I think Brian Hoke tweeted that, and he is the Yankee version of Jeff Pass and Ken Rosenthal, whoever. And uh, is coming back Tuesday, so yeah, Urshel be Jackson. That's going to be underrated, but you Paxton, know, what? I don't think Paxton's throwing in another pitch ever again. You know who's subtly been raking for the Yankees? Oh, Gary Sanchez. No, not Gary Sanchez. Although, yet Sanchez, he's up. Sanchez is heating up. The the last couple games he's put up better at that. Oh yeah, today was he's going the other way with the ball. Yesterday he did at least. He put the ball in play. That today was the first day in months where Gary Sanchez came up to the plate, and I didn't have the feeling that it was going to be an automatic out. It was weird because that's kind of what happens when you start to do things with a stick and you hit the ball with the stick when it's in the right area for you to hit the ball with said stick. And then you don't swing at the ball with the stick when it's not in a place where you're not supposed to hit the ball with the stick. 
that's that's about as simply as you can put it and that is how uh you hit thank you thank you for the explanation on how to play baseball appreciate that like how to just how to hit 101 just just <laughs> Wait, well, who's raking baseball is a it's a simple game and Gary Sanchez uh Kind of just had to get back to those uh, fundamentals, and granted, he's still got a long way to go. But if is it Clint Frazier who's raking? Is hot. Like I, I still doubt that he can come back. As much as I hate to say that, but Brett Gardner went no, no, um, Sanchez. Well, both of them actually. Well, Gardner hasn't been bad either. Although September is typically his month. But well, you said well, you said before a couple minutes, a couple like a minute ago. Get uh, who's surprisingly hot? Um, surprisingly Frazier? hot. Um, no, not Fraser. Fraser being hot has been. Did did Glitter. somebody Gavin even mentioned yet? Miguel Labor. Oh, and he's not even. He wasn't even in the lineup the last two days. Dude, what the yeah. heck? No, no, he was in the lineup last night. Uh, but, or today. Dude, today he wasn't even in the lineup, which perplexed me so much. Bro, why is Mike Talkman in the same lineup as Brett Gardner? I don't Dude, understand. Brett Gardner. Dude, like, if you want... Like, Talkman... Talkman just, for some reason, lost the ability to hit fastballs. Bro, don't get me started on those fastballs down the middle again. Oh, my God. This guy... Yo, they're right down the middle. They're right down the middle. What are you doing? Why can't he hit a fastball right down the middle? I don't understand. And it's not even, like... Some of the pitchers are even throwing as hard as others. I, I think don't understand. Perfect, I think the perfect lineup for when the Yankees come for when everybody's selfie is DJ, uh, Judge, uh, Torres, maybe? I don't know. Uh, don't put – No, DJ, Judge, Boyd, Stanton, Torres. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hicks, Urshela, Clint, Gary. That's perfect. Okay. Um, Except, my, I don't know if I want Gary playing last because he's slow. I'm going – if I'm going top to bottom, um, it would be LeMahieu and Judge 1 and 2. That's obvious. I'd put Boyd 3rd. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, Stanton 4. Torres 5. I think I think the first 5 are those 5, like, in that order. Definitely. I think 6 through 9 are just, like, so, like, whatever. 6, six I'd put... Um, strangely enough, I actually got a feeling I'd put Hicks at six. Yeah, and yeah. I just, said, I just I, said he's a guy who can get on base to keep a rally going, and and then um, at seven I'd put Urshela. Eight I'd put um, Andahar. Oh and no! At nine I put um, Gary. Gary's the last person. Yeah, and then nine. But wait, wait a second. Wait. Yeah, what are you doing? Why'd you put Andy Horn instead of Clint? We got okay. Yeah, yeah, Clint. Clint. Fuck. Um. <laughs> uh, oh my god, this is actually a conundrum. They can't put everyone. Yeah, I know. Man. That's what I'm saying. Once Stanton gets hurt again, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hopefully yeah. not. Hopefully no. not. No, no, no. Once Stanton gets hurt again, you can bring up Andor. Yeah, facts. It's a fact. Yo, that moment when the Yankees were fully healthy. Frazier is the nine hitter. That is gonna be so fun. Oh, you know, you know one thing I've wondered: when Judge comes back, will the Yankees consider 
leaving Boy at two since he's been absolutely working having MVP type season and just put Judge third? Like, mm-hmm. like, do you think they consider it? Judge at two. To put because you know Judge because you know Voight at three breathing down your neck as an opposing pitcher. Yeah, but Judge, <laughs> but Judge at three put up like like breathing down your neck. Like you can say it this other way too. Yeah, you can say it either way. And don't remember, I mean, that's, that's just I, the thing about having judges standing back in the lineup. It's not an idea that they're so good and they're going to be the one to carry the team. It's that pitchers are not going to want to pitch to them, so they're going to be forced to pitch to everyone else, which is bad still because everyone yeah. else is still good. Oh, man. Now, like when, like right now, guys can just, you've seen Voight working a lot of really long at bats because. Nobody wants to pitch to him. Yeah. And what really, um, like, it was something that didn't occur to me until after the game, but why didn't they just pitch around Voight there or give him the free pass and set up the double Yeah, they could have set up the double play, yeah. yeah. Because who, who the hell is at three? Like, who the hell is there? Hicks, right? They, Hicks, yeah. They, you, you can't. Although Hicks is kind of Mr. Fundamental on that team. But he probably would have bunted. Yeah. He worked a walk. He has, he has like a top five walk rate, right? Yeah, dude. Hicks is ridiculous when it comes to walks. I love his pimp walks. I love his pimp walks. He just dude, he's done walk. like 30-something walks. Like, I hate when people slander Aaron Hicks because he's such a – like, granted, he doesn't really rake, but if you look at his on-base percentage, dude, it's back to money ball. He's on base. Jonah Hill would love him. Huh. Yeah. Alright, I think that's gonna move us to, uh... Well, first, I want to talk about Aroldis Chapman shitting his oh. pants. Oh, that's the first time he shit his pants. Uh, you know what I mean? Aaron Boone completely mm-hmm. outed him. So Mother Nature, Mother Nature, y'all. Mother Nature called. Yeah. Brian Brian Hoke, um, again Yankee Rosenthal, um, asked Aaron Boone after uh, the game in the in the manager's report, as the Yankee post game calls it. Um, Brian Hoke. Asked Aaron Boone, uh, why did he check on Chapman? And then Boone could have just said, you know, like he could have dodged the question, like most managers do. Like he does a lot when it comes exactly, to exactly. He could have, the one time where he decides to tell the God's honest truth is to out your closer for shitting himself. Like, really? <laughs> and he's laughing too. And he's laughing. And he's laughing. He's laughing, and he's like, "Said well, nature calls sometimes." I'm like, "Okay, so he should have felt great." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Okay, the other alternative is that he pissed him." And the other other alternative is something that I don't want to get into. <laughs> yeah, you ever mm-hmm. you ever, ever pitches wear diapers on the mound? So they can so they can just shit themselves whenever they want. Nah, nah. Oh. It's a bit of a risk. Like Kelly, you mean like Kelly Jansen did tonight? You mean like Kelly Jansen did tonight? Man, it's a bit of a, it's, 
it's so thick that he might look like he's wearing a diaper. Hey, no, no, no. I, was, I just want to explain this further. You can wear a diaper on the bounds. Like, nobody's going to shame you for it. Sometimes when you have to go, you have to go. And there's not enough time to, like, go in the tunnel, drop a deuce, come back. Because, you know, you might be back out on the yeah, mound. Yeah, you have to pitch with a brick of shit in your pants. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but the, you know, no, no, but the thing, but the thing is, someone rushes, someone rushes, whatever, opens the reference and says, hey, yo, hey, you gotta hurry, you gotta hurry up, you're back on the mound, they have to pull their pants up, and there's just a turd hanging out of their pants. <laughs> there's a turd hanging out of their ass, and it's just like, well, now you're in a worse position, so like, it's not the worst thing ever, shit, your pants on the mound. Like I'm not gonna criticize for us, criticize people for it. Like he, like Aaron Boone said, sometimes Mother Nature just calls. Bring your diaper on the mouth, find out the bad thing. Oh yeah, I would say this is the most embarrassing moment of Aroldis Chapman's life. <laughs> but yeah. last year in Houston. No, definitely not the domestic violence scandal. Of course not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was also a thing <laughs> yeah. where he beat That's his wife. Bad. And whatnot. Chapman's taking a lot of L's, but he's still getting paid them big M, so I think he's okay. He'll be fine. Uh, right, dude, I just want to say, I just want to oh. say one thing, which is, which is uh, shitting yourself on the ground. Probably happens more often than we think. More. Often yeah. Think. Yeah. Sometimes people can just hide it really well. You know. That's what I think. If it happens a lot, then he would have to get good at hiding it, wouldn't he? Do you see how hard Chapman throws? Yeah. Yeah. They probably pushed it out by mistake. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, try to throw that fastball like 99 miles an hour. Or when he was staring them down, he just like let it slip. Like, oops. Yeah, he does the Chapman stare. Like, yeah, I'm a Raldis Chapman. I'm Cuban. I'm Cuban. I'm named Bones after. The the... Yeah, my nickname is after a war scare. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Yo, wait, wait. I, I got a corny joke. I got a corny uh, history joke. History based. Go ahead, dude. Hey, what do you call uh, Araldus Chapman blowing a save? All right. So. A, 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 a Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> Bro. <Bruh. laughs> yeah. Back in the wing column. Back in oh the cameras. Uh, hey, settle it out, settle it out. Stop taking it too off. Stop taking it too south. The next thing I want to talk about is what are some notable things that have like happened around the league recently this past week? Honestly, this week has not been too drama-filled, per se, besides the Astros and Dodgers stuff, honestly. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, actually, no. Actually, one thing I forgot to uh, mention is that our very own Nick Rosado has that MLB expansion idea that he wants to share on the podcast per se. What you got yes. for us? All right. So, here we go. So, boys, 
couple of days ago, um, MLB uh, replied to something. So I posted something using their MLB film room, a new feature they have on their website, right? You can take a bunch of reels, clips of you that you like and put them together and make one like highlight video, right? So I did it. I did one for my favorite postseason homers over the last couple of years. This new, the new baby mama's era, and I did one for Aaron Judge. I didn't post Aaron Judge one, but when you when you when you link something and you post it on on Twitter, it automatically I didn't know it automatically um uh, tagged MLB. So MLB said, uh, "Great work, Nick," and I was shocked. I was like, "What?" So yeah, after that, I was like, "All right, cool." They could see someone's tweet. I had like no likes on that, so I'm like, "Oh, it's still possible." And something me and Manny, who unfortunately is not here today, been talking about is starting a revolution on MLB Twitter and just just on social media in general about pushing the idea of MLB expansion. Why it should happen now? So I started the hash. I've started spamming hashtag MLB thirty two thirty two being for the thirty two teams that would be in the MLB after they expand. And yeah, so I think we're gonna we. There's a chance we might be doing an episode about expansion here on the pod, like special, like uh, specialized for expansion. Um, we're still talking about it, but that might be coming, and we're just gonna be uh, we're, we're probably gonna be spamming MLB. We're gonna try to get everyone to spread the word. We're at the point where MLB is annoyed as hell, and the ML, whoever runs MLB Twitter account has to tell Rob Manfred and he has to address it. So, yeah, uh, it's good for a bunch of reasons. Hey, more teams, more um, uniforms. More more jobs in the league, like it's a, it's it's great. Bigger market too. Hey, um, I mean, the kind of thing about fans berating social media has worked before. My favorite NHL team, the New Jersey Devils, um, had a pretty active off last summer. Ended up in them being shit, but there was this one Russian player, Nikita Gusev, who was playing in the Russian league but had whose rights were owned by the Vegas Golden Knights. And Devils fans wanted to trade for him. So everybody spammed Instagram, Twitter, like Facebook, Reddit, wherever, just spamming, we want Gusev. That it was his name, Nikita Gusev. And, and then and we just didn't stop spamming it. And... Like in toward the end of July of 2019, they they actually made the trade, and I remember the first comment I saw on Reddit, on r slash nj doubles. You know, back when I was a uh, redditard, and redditard. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds like shit. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Serve yourself. Like it was Reddit, but. I get it. But, like, I remember the first thing I saw on Reddit was, we memed it into reality. And so I'm like, yeah. Reality. did it into reality. That's just, that's just, another thing is, you know, if we get somehow get away from MLB to like, mention a podcast or something, I don't know, and this podcast would take, like, and then we'll fall apart because of money disputes, you know? That's the goal. I mean, like, where would be the potential landing spots for a team? Because 
Wasn't like I, Justin Timberlake who was advocating for a, a yeah. baseball team in Nashville or something like he that? Just, he just joined. He just joined the ownership group that's trying to get a team in Nashville. Justin wow. Timberlake. Which also includes Dave Dombrowski, a former first pitcher, Dave Stewart. Um, yeah, notable people. Um, what would that team name be, though? Nashville. Stars. They already said it's going to be stars in honor of a Negro League team, a former Negro League team. Oh. It's just... It should happen. Because I feel like you get some young people in the game of baseball to, like, maybe get on the stars and the other team and promote it really well, grow the game, you know? Even though I'm pretty sure Rob Manfred has no idea what grow the game means. So... Yeah, I mean, honestly... Like MLB, MLB would benefit from it, from it obviously as well. Like they could make money off of like doing stuff like ha- televising the press conference where they announce the cities. They could televise the expansion draft. You could like, um, what is it called? I mean, expansion fees will bring in money to all the other teams because you have to pay an expansion fee when you come into the league. So. MLB teams will get more money, which will be important because of the amount of money they're losing this year with the uh, um, pandemic. Like, I mean, it's just it's just great. Gives more kids kids a reason to play baseball because like they see the games growing. Like, oh, there's more there's more um, spots and baseball is a, a growing sport. I want to play that. I have a chance to make it. And it's more jobs. You, if they market teams the right way, like. I mean, we're going to be watching franchises literally start, like, imagine their first postseason appearance, their first postseason win, their first pennant, their first World Series win. Like, there'll be more rivalries, and, like, MLB could set up, the like, the leagues, like, a lot better, like, four divisions of four or two divisions of eight each league. They can adjust the postseason to whatever they want. And imagine them, like, unveiling, like, the logo and, like, the team name and the jersey. Like, I don't know. It's, it's... It'll be great for the league. So we're going to try to push this across. Yeah, I, I agree with your point about it um, being huge that they announced the logos and the team names and stuff. Because I remember when the Seattle Krakens, the team yeah. I'm going for now, because I didn't really have a hockey team before. <laughs> um, the Seattle when the Seattle Krakens, when they announced their thing, it was a pretty big deal on Twitter. There was a yeah. lot of people talking about it. And it's kind of arguing whether MLB is more popular than NHL. Expansion has kind of become a more flirty idea because of how well the Vegas Golden Knights did. Like, we're we're on the topic of hockey right now, but um, the Vegas Golden Knights, they made it to the Stanley Cup final in their first season. And if it weren't for Alex Ovechkin just being on a crash course with destiny, um, they probably would have won. And that's why there's so many ideas of expansion now. Yeah, I like some of the cities. Um, I go back to Montreal, there's Vancouver, there's Portland, Nashville, Raleigh, uh, Charlotte, Las Vegas. Like, there's so many different options, places I can go to. Well, Las Vegas is kind of being tapped right now. I mean, it, that's it's probably unlikely because in order for expansion 
franchise to happen in a city where there's already a minor league team, the minor league team has to like give like clearance or something like that. If they're in a certain like um, radius to where they plan to open the MLB park, and the Las Vegas minor league team is has like a really nice ballpark, and they're already what is it called? Really, they're doing really well in Las Vegas. So like they probably won't be able to put it in Las Vegas, but like. Nashville and Portland are the two places that have the most like, what is it called, um, support behind it because they have teams. Like, I mean, I mean, what is it? Ownership group like groups that are already like planning for it. Even though MLB has not said, "Oh, you're guaranteed a team." Like, they're like Nashville has their group, Portland has their group with um, uh, Russell Wilson, Sierra. Um, I mean, yeah, Russell Wilson. Yeah, goes so, the Ox. Goes the I think I think it's definitely gonna happen in this. Uh, what is it called? Decade. Because it, yeah, it's because it's been the longest expansion drought currently running in the history of the league. So I just rather it happen sooner rather than later. Like, come on, like give it to us now. Like you can make the owners can get money from this, and they're obviously money hungry because they try to. Get the players to take less than prorated, so they obviously care about money. Expand and then they'll get more money. They'll be happy. And I like that point you said about them already preparing because I was going through like this rumor tweet that had a bunch of organizations that were ready to start up a major, a major league baseball team. And one of one of yeah. the profiles, and they already had a mock up of what they wanted their stadium to be like. Yeah, exactly. So they're really preparing yeah. for that kind of stuff, and I think that's what they really need right now to get the conversations yeah. going. Yeah. So we're going to try to push it across. We're going to have everyone spamming the hashtag, making posts about it, maybe highlighting some cities that aren't, like, talking and about by the way, By the way, we need your help, too, viewers. We need y'all to spam it, too. Because without yeah. y'all, without y'all, then I'm not sure this can be like get. Yeah. I'm not That's sure if it can be enough, be publicized enough. So yeah. remember, everyone, I'll use my viewers. I'll use my platform. It's on there. Platform. Yeah. Remember, yeah. everyone, the hashtag is hashtag MLB32. Don't forget that. Yes. Yeah. All right, so the last thing we're going to talk about today before we head off is MVP candidates for both the AL and the NL. Who do we think are some of the big-time candidates and the favorites? Well, how- well we know who the NL favorite is essentially at this point. And the Tatis. Fernando Juan Soto is in the conversation even though Tatis is winning it. I mean, I guess we're talking and about Tatis, Tatis, the winner, and then all the runners-up. Mookie Betts, yeah, Mookie Betts is in it. Uh, Juan Soto, who else? Uh, Trey Turner's been good. And yeah, Trey, uh, maybe. Uh, Carl Yastrzemski was also in the Yeah, you're forgetting a certain guy. His name Ronald is Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Uh, Freddie, Freddie Freeman. Freeman. Sorry, sorry. Freddie sorry. Freeman, who has been oh, okay. amazing. Leads all of baseball. Boy, in the no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 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 He he um, leads all baseball in um, OPS. I'm just gonna ignore what you said. He leads, yeah. 
He is hitting 333 right now. And yeah, he's raking. American American League is way more open than the National League. Well, American League at this point is just Mike Trout. Well, let's shout out there. Is Mike? We got Mike Trout, Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, um, Luis Robert. Luis, they're talking about Luis Robert. I'm not sure. NL MVP candidate. Yeah, AL MVP candidate. I'm not with it for Luis Robert, but people are talking about it. Uh, Whatever. Dude, Judge can't win MVP in his rookie year because Mo rookie, then neither can goddamn Luis Robert. Oh yeah, that was unfair. That was unfair. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't even think of, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a fact. Since they did that to Judge, no rookie can win MVP now. No, Trout's so OPS is back up to uh, one thousand and sixty-five. Now, all of his WAR is almost one, which is surprising. Defense has been great. Instead of worst defense, an MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. Who else? Um, um, you'd have to. You of course you gotta say Luke Voigt because well, he's, he's been carrying in their offense. Yeah, when they struggled, even though they were Robert, still losing. Why are but... they him the MVP conversation? He has eleven home runs and he has an OPS of eight fifty. Granted, that that's really you good. Luis Robert. Why is he in the dude? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Don't ask me. I don't think he. I don't think he should be in it. But people are talking about it. I've heard Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu might actually make sense. He's got an OPS of nine thirty-three, and the OPS plus a one fifty. Yeah, that that actually makes sense. He's raking. I mean, I'm gonna sound like a hater here. I don't. Even, I don't want Lewis Robert to win. MVP. I don't even want him to win Rookie of the Year. Like, I sound like a hater. I don't. I, I want Kyle Lewis to win it. No, like Loki, but whatever. That Lewis no, at this point, they would give, they would give it to Robert at this point. Yeah, no, they're gonna give it to Robert just because the White Sox are going in the playoffs too. Like, yeah, the White Sox in the playoffs. Yeah, possibly. you know, the Mariners are not so. Sad. Yeah, Luis Schroeder has been no, not Luis. Kyle Lewis is really good though, but they're just not going to give it to him. Uh, you know the narrative, much narrative based. Like, but they would give it to Mike Trout every year because Mike Trout's best player, but they wouldn't do that. So. They have to give I, to I hope, I'm sorry, Mike. I hope they don't give it in this year. But, like, come on. Just give it to someone else. This man's going to literally win it easily next year. Like, just give yes, it to someone Mike. else this year. Technically, he win it every year. Exactly. Because, sweet Jesus Christ, he has an OPS of 1,065. He's going to be running on his fourth straight season of, with an OPS of 1,000. It's ridiculous. Yeah, do not give it in. Give it to someone else for a change, please. Like he just won one last year. Like I mean, calm Luke down. Luke Boyd's been good, but like he's been better than Trout. It's probably gonna go Trout here. There's yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, if it's not Luke, just give it a Trout. Honestly, <laughs> like that's my opinion. If it's not, if it's not Luke, then okay, Trout could have. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Boyd. I just. If it's not Luke, you don't count. I know. Ridiculous. Met fans talking about Pete Alonso. Luke Voigt better. Yeah, Luke Voigt better. 
Luke Boyd better. Let's, let's, let's just see here for a second. We're going to look up something on baseball. Just, he's just better. He's just better. Like, the conversation turned from, oh, is uh, Alonso better than Judge to, is Alonso even better than the boy? Um, okay, let's not go putting, okay, let's not go demeaning Luke Voigt like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Hold on, hold on a second. I want to know where the haters are at. Derek Cole had a seven I want, inning. Yeah, I want you guys to take a look, guess on who was eighth in baseball in B War. Eighth in baseball in B War. Who do you think who it is? is? It? Luke Boyd? Uh, no, it's a certain guy on the Atlanta Braves. Not Freddie Freeman. Freeman? Not Freddie Freeman. Not Ronald Acuna. It's not Ozzy Albee. Danby Swanson. It's Danby Swanson. Buddy, he's not winning MVP. Get the hell out of here. This is his breakout year. This is the year he turns into a great baseball player. I've been saying this. I've been speaking this into reality three years Two bad there's no all-star game this year. Fuck up, dude. Anyways. He'll just get next year. I still, I still stand. I still, I still stand. They should have named the All Stars anyway, just for the sake of it. Like, he's the most defensive run saved out of any shortstop in baseball. Hey, well, he'll, he'll win the Gold Glove, then. right? So he better. Rob Devin says in eighteen. I'm just saying, this is the year David Swanson has turned into a great baseball player and will be an All Star for quite a while. You win the Wilson defensive player, Wilson uh, shortstop defensive player of the year. Oh, Didi hit a grand slam against the Marlins. Oh my God, Didi, I miss you. Uh, Although last year you kind of figured he got man out because Glaber raked all year, and Lemay- no way, my trainer. I mean, not my trainer. Bryce Harper obviously feels mine. Oh, Harper's been good too. I forgot to mention him in that now. He's been great. Oh no, he's not. He's not winning. Yes, he is. He's gonna be top. He's probably top ten if I'm like top ten. Stop hating, bro. But his base percentage is that eleven. He's not slugging as much as he as he has been, or as he was nineteen. Bryce Harper is not going to win it because he has cooled off. He's not winning it. I never said he was going to win it. I just said, listen, he's been good, and he'll be in the you know back end of the conversation because it's all. Juan still had enough at bats. He would definitely be up there because he has a one point. He should be in second. He should literally be in second. It should the top three should be Tatis Fernando Tatis Jr. in first, and second and third could be interchangeable between Juan Soto and Mookie Betts. That's literally it. Okay. Yeah, but Juan Soto has a 1.27 OPS. That's insane. He has a 492 on base percentage. His slugging is 764. This guy is unbelievable. And I hate the fact that he's on my rival. Ben. Ronald, who did you do no, I'm kidding. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that debate now. Yeah, I know you hate that debate. <laughs> I know you hate that debate. Yeah, well, y'all know what I think. Every, everybody you always tweet that. You always tweet that. Yeah, yeah. yeah everybody... Why do people? Why do people not appreciate them being great and love to compare them? Well, of course. Yeah. Wrong? Did I say anything wrong? No, you didn't say anything wrong. 
Yeah, thank you. But like, there's, thank you. Always gonna be, there's always that's that's what sports are. Like, there's always gonna be oh, this person's better than this person. Yeah, but yeah, we we uh, yeah. All, right. all right. So, oh god. Yeah. Now, 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 I'm just thinking about a lot of things right now. That's gonna end it for episode ten. Double digits of the Let's Get Talk podcast. This was just your run-of-the-mill episode. We had a little rant about the Dodgers. You know, we talked about potential MLB expansion, talked about some MVP candidates, you know. Things went on, and uh, we're all feeling a little under the weather right now. And so we're sorry if we, could, if we couldn't bring the excitement that we could in previous episodes past. So that's going to do it for episode 10. I am your host, Elijah Burks. Find my tour of Dansby Hive. Everyone else here signing off. Peace. Peace. 32.